Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle.
and you yourself, if the one ministering does not deal with it, after the meeting, you must deal with that spirit. Don't entertain that thing in your life all your life. You know, when they lay hands on you and it is a pure activity of the Holy Ghost, you will be slain in the spirit. You will go down, you will be still, you may fall, bam, and just go. But this kind of rolling and screaming and talking and saying things, boy, they are demonic manifestations unless you are prophesying. But when you, they ever lay hands on you and though you are born again, you know, we sit in the church and we laugh. Um, it's just like they've diagnosed somebody with cancer and you are laughing. Because we don't understand the import of these demons that will never allow this kind of person to progress, allow the person to have peace, allow the person to prosper. So the Bible said when Jesus cast it out and all of them were amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? So the casting out of devils is a doctrine. What, what kind of doctrine is this? For with authority, he commanded even the unclean spirits, and they do obey. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that in the few days that are left for the month of demonology, may God make you an expert in casting out devils. I pray that some devils will leave your life, some devils will leave your environment, some devils will leave where you dwell and where you live in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, clap your hands and scream like your voice is yours and praise him. And the Bible said, when Jesus cast out the devil, immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about. But how do we cast out devils? I have shown you the importance of casting out devils. But how do we cast out devils? We will go back to the story which Pastor Mike nearly finished preaching. But we are still there. Because he's a geologist. So um, we, I'm, I'm a pharmacist. He knows how to find gold. And I know how to find um, herbs in the bush. So let's go and see if we can get some herbs from that same scripture. The Bible talks about the encounter of Jesus with the demoniac of Gadara or the Gadarenes. And you will see three major steps involved in casting out devils. When you want to cast out devils, there are three major steps. Step number one, you know, there are many things involved. You can do maybe 15 steps to casting out the devil or maybe 10 steps to casting out the devil. But I just want to summarize them into three just so that you can follow it easily. Number one is detection. Number two is designation. And number three is dispatching. So you detect, you designate, and then you dispatch. Everybody say detect. Come on, say detect. And say designate. And then say dispatch. So you detect. Now in Jesus dealing with that man, something happened in the story. The Bible said Jesus Christ began to, he was talking with the man. When the man saw Jesus from afar, he ran and he worshipped him. Verse 7. And he cried with a loud voice and said, What do I have to do with you, Jesus, thou son of the Most High? I adjure you by God that thou torment me not. Now, be very careful anytime there's ministration and you are talking. If it's not the Holy Ghost talking, and it's not your spirit talking, then it's a demon that is talking. So you got to listen to the things you are saying during administration. What 
is that thing you say when the atmosphere charges? Sometimes it's just a noise that has no meaning. I was born again from 1980. By the grace of God, I have never, not even once, said anything or shouted when hands were laid up. That means say something. They lay hands on me and I say, hey. And some of you will do the just after the meeting. You are chewing, chewing gum. Do you know what really happened to you in front there? What happened to you in front there shows you are sick. And instead of eating bread or drinking milo after the service, you should go into fasting and prayer that there is something in you. Somebody clap for yourself. Now, I'm, I'm taking my time to talk about this because um, the, the charismatics in particular, we have allowed the demons to have a field day among us. We see it as normal and the thing is increasing. They will lay hands on somebody, the person will run the whole room. Run and finish. Say some things. I will not leave her. She will not marry. She belongs to me. Oh, just after the meeting. This sister or brother will pick another person on a motorbike. And they are conversing happily. And when you are also going home, they will wave at you and say, Hey, Pastor! Who are Ukuta demon? Yeah, we are sorry. Instead of saying, Instead of thinking about that, you are pastoring me. You got a problem. You have a problem. We have to deal with the problem you are carrying. So, cry with the loud voice and say, What are we to do with you, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure you by God that thou torment me not. And Jesus said, and, and he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Now Jesus is saying, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And then when he said, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit, he said, Let me teach these people another step of demonology. He said, What is your name? And he said, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea. And there were about 2,000. And they were about 2,000. And they were choked in the sea. So now, three things about the demons. Number one, you have to detect. So Jesus detected that this man had an unclean spirit. That is why um, St. Mark wrote that there was a man they met who had an unclean spirit. The man was a lunatic. He was mad. But in the detection, they, they went down to discover something in detail that the thing was an unclean spirit. You see, a mad spirit can be a lunatic spirit. So there are times the Bible will talk about a lunatic spirit. But this one talks about an unclean spirit. A foul spirit. So that is a detection. And um, sometimes you can easily tell that somebody has a demon 
Like if, if you meet somebody and the person is mad, you know immediately that this is a demon. But there are times in the detection, you cannot detect by observation. You will have to detect by investigation. You will have to investigate or you have to discern. And when you discern, you can detect. So you detect sometimes by observation. You detect sometimes by investigation. Investigation is, when I ask a question, um, where do you come from? What, 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 what's your village? What's your house? I can tell you in our villages, there are some families you come from, and as soon as you mention this is your family, they know you can fly. Because everybody in that house is an aeroplane. Sometimes actually a trap, which they call opportunity. 
they just jump in without asking questions. And they are looking at the man's muscles, and they are looking at his education, and then they are looking at the Peugeot car. These days, I scarcely see Peugeot. Peugeot, which is Peugeot? Peugeot. I'm not teaching you anything at all. So, sometimes it's observation, sometimes it's investigation, and then sometimes you detect by discerning. There, there are times you can just discern, you can, you can just smell it, that this is witchcraft. Sometimes you smell it. I, I discern by smelling. I can smell the spirit. Uh, there are different kinds of things I can smell, and when I smell it, every one of the smells has got a distinction. There are times, I, I, for example, if I meet a man, and we are talking. And I see you start smelling like a goat. I know what it is. You are likely to be a womanizer or a very quarrelsome person. So I can be standing by you and you think you are smelling perfume. But I'm smelling a goat. I can meet some people. I'm talking to them and they smell formalin, formaldehyde. They think they used to embalm the dead. And I know you are close to death. There are times I meet some people, we are talking, and I can smell stew. Like stew, chicken stew, the one they, they used to eat rice. And I know that this person is likely to be a glutton. So normally, when I smell it, I just ask God, what is this smell? And then the Lord will tell me. I can meet somebody and I smell dust, like earth. And I asked the Lord, why am I smelling this? He said, this person is under a curse. This person will labor and labor and labor and never prosper because the demons will manipulate the person and the person can never prosper. I know it. There are times too you discern by seeing images. Huh? Like the other day, I was looking at somebody and I saw a bird standing on the head and pecking on the head. Then I know that that is the demon the person is carrying. Sometimes you see it like a fly. At times you see it like a frog. I remember one day we went into an office, Prophet Yawano and myself, to pray in, a, in the office of a certain friend of mine. When we entered the office, I saw I saw tortoise all over the place. The whole room was tortoise. And I told Prophet Yawano, I said, Prophet, I see tortoise in this room all over the place. That means this person is not likely to progress in life. The person will move slowly like a tortoise. Let's deal with the tortoise spirit. So, you will see images, you see pictures, sometimes you will hear it, at times your eyes will see, then there are times too, your spirit man will just feel it. But in the case of Jesus and the madman, it was very easy to just observe that this man is full of a demon. But Jesus went further than the observation and realized that apart from being a lunatic, the man had an unclean spirit. You know, every madman hasn't got an unclean spirit. Some madmen fell sick. A demon entered them, confused their mind, and they got crazy. Other mad people went mad because they went to contact a spirit of witchcraft or occultism. And that spirit of witchcraft and occultism that was killing people and sucking blood drove them into madness. So that is an unclean spirit. So there's a lunatic spirit and unclean spirit. Some too, maybe he went for somebody's wife, somebody's husband, and then the demons triggered the madness. So this is a lunatic with an unclean spirit. So Jesus is saying, this 
man he is behaving lunatic he's mad but the person has got an unclean spirit i don't know whether you are seeing the difference so many many, many we, we detect spirits so the first thing you do is you detect and when you detect and you want to cast it out you must name it you must designate Designate means to name something, to keep something a title, and to label something. Now, so you and I know that, that if you are sick of um, an infection, the, the laboratory technician, they have to go and detect it. And then they will tell you that you've got bacteria. And then they will go further and name the particular bacteria. So they don't just say you've got bacteria, but they name the bacteria. Then they name the virus. If they say you've got, um, what is the name, Corona, they don't only say you've got Corona, they will tell you um, it is COVID-19 virus, then they'll tell you, okay, this is the original virus. Then they may tell you you have the Delta variant, or you have the, what is the other one? Lambda virus. And I hear there's another one called Mu. I think that is the Mumu one. So they tell <laughs> one of them you can't smell, this one maybe you can't speak, so they call it Mu, Mumu. I don't know what they does what it does to people but they, you detect it and then you name it and this is the difficult part of demonology, demonology when people are casting out demons it is not every pastor who can name them so Jesus he knew the man's name I believe Jesus knew but Jesus was asking the man so that you and I can know how to do deliverance he said what is your name the man said my name is Legion for we are many. So you ask, what is your name? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to make a sweeping statement. But every one of you here, try and investigate your name. What is your name? So your name is Ayimila. What is the meaning? Where does it come from? Your name is Tok. My, the name my father gave took a pot. What is that pot? That pot was an idol they used to worship me. They used to worship my ancestors and they mentioned my name on that pot. No, from childhood I threw that name away, even when I wasn't born again, because it wasn't nice. How can I be called a pot? Big, you don't understand. But how does Osuno 
they call the, the child Ohinyatome. Poverty. Listen, my mother's name was Nambisur. That means wealth is on the way. Wealth is on the way. But you know, if they had named the Nampana, wealth had arrived, my mother maybe would have been a wealthy woman. But they said Nambisur, wealth is on the way. So she died without seeing wealth. Then to somebody and ask the person, what is your name? And tell the person, if it is not too late, change it. For example, they give birth to you and call you Naizo, the friend of thieves. <laughs> Especially those of you, those of you who like culture, um, I must give, uh, I, I must name the child after my culture. Then they say, um, I used to have a great, great grandmother. I don't care whether she was great, great grandmother or great, great granddaughter or whoever she was. Have you investigated the character of that person? Then they take that person's name and put it on you. Now, God gave him a name that is higher than every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. So you know what? When they name you after somebody, you bow to that name. You bow to that name. You conform to that name. Have you noticed that wherever you go somewhere and you mention your surname, they say, are you the son of so-and-so? Are you the daughter of so-and-so? That is what they ask in the natural. So in the spirit also, there's an identification. If you are not guilty, you can clap. So designation, you designate. You give it a name. So when somebody is, is uh, and that is why, so Jesus said, what is your name? And he said, we, our name is Legion. Then Jesus said, for then he said, for we are many. It's, it's as if they are conversing. But actually, he is discerning, he's detecting, and he's designating. So when you see a minister is ministering deliverance, most of the time, sometimes you hear them singing a song. And they can sing uh, 10 minutes, and you don't know what they are doing. They are just singing and they are walking around. So maybe Prophet Ajim, my prayer is here. And then he will raise a song, and he's walking among the people. What he's trying to do is he's trying to detect something. He's trying to detect. Then Prophet Brian will tell you, I have had a signal. All that is a detection stage. In my case, normally I'll be talking. Sometimes I'll be talking to the one I'm ministering to. At times I'll be talking about something that is not related. And you may think I'm just conversing. But in the midst of the talking and everything, my spirit is just searching around for the name of something. And the name of the demon must name a demon you must designate it, then the thing will respond. You know, it is easier to cast out a demon when you give it a name. So you unclean spirit. You lying spirit. You spirit of fornication. You spirit of lust. You foul spirit of wickedness. You wicked spirit of witchcraft. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every spirit of necromancy divination, I take authority over you. I come against the spirit of carelessness. I come against the spirit of recklessness. You must find a name for that spirit. You must name it. That, that is very important. If you don't name it, you, can, you, you will find it difficult to cast out. Because when you call the thing by name, it is easier for the thing to respond. So the other day, Pastor John is teaching us on the names of Satan and some of you would think why is he wasting our time? But you see, when you know all the names of Satan, 
the context in which the name occurs if you are doing spiritual warfare you must use that name to execute the warfare so you notice that anytime the devil is standing before God and his aim is to give is to slander somebody anytime he's standing before God his aim is accuse somebody slander so they call him the slanderer and in most of the times in the Bible the name God will, the Bible will give to Satan is Satan the slanderer the adversary but in those cases you may not hear the Bible use Lucifer on him but when it comes to deceive and to operate like a shining light the Bible will call him Lucifer and when he's doing something that is wicked and can destroy and can kill he calls him the wicked one I'm just praying that God will make you a specialist in demonology find some good books and read books like books that are written by Peter Wagner I will recommend books that are written by Derek Prince I will recommend find them and read them and they will really help you because listen to me ladies and gentlemen we must understand this demonic well so you detect you designate and then you dispatch so Jesus Christ now detects he designates and then he says leave what does it mean to dispatch to give an authoritative and clear command for the demons to leave he gave an authoritative that means there is authority oh Jehovah when you must cast out devils you must be authoritative 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 you must carry you must carry authority you must carry authority your voice your pitch the way you stand the way you command execute authority when you are casting out devils you speak like a soldier I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.